You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. Greetings, film fans. My name is Owen, and you're all very welcome to The Big Reviewski with Omniplex Cinemas. I'm not waving very high today because I think I might have some... Sweaty armpits. I wouldn't have called attention to it. No, I've already said too much. Now Look, everyone knows you can't afford deodorant. <laughs> it's, it's Rory Cashin. Did you bring any deodorant for I me? wear a black top specifically so I don't have to wear deodorant. That's it's much better. Swamp. Is that what that smell is? Uh, it's, it's one of them. It's great to see you here today. It is, and it's great to be... Completely no. on your own... Yes, unfortunately, it's the smell. <laughs> it's, it is the smell in the studio. That's what it is. Not only have we made Paul Moore sick, it seems like we uh, have made Justine Stafford sick and Serena Bellissimo from last week. The curse of the bigger view ski has stuck, <laughs> struck again. One by one. Yeah, so it's just me and Rory. It's a, a fight to the death, basically. Um, do you know anybody else who could maybe fill in today? No, <sighs> no one comes to mind. No. Okay, cool. Sad. Cool. If you've seen a film in your life and you'd like to be on The Big Review Ski, then please tweet us at Big Review Ski or you can get in touch on the Joe Instagram as well. We've got a brilliant show lined up for you. Either myself or Rory might drop dead at any point. <laughs> we also have director Joe Cornish. Uh, he directed The Kid Who Would Be King, uh, which is a brand new release in cinemas at the minute. And we've got some marvellous tickets to give away. I can't imagine so what can, that's what, a reference what to. Film, what film could that reference be to? Hmm. But before all of that... Uh, it's time for the big question on the Big Review Ski. And for this week's big question on the Big Review Ski, it's over to Justine Stafford. Justine, take it away. You're not Justine, obviously. Not Justine. <laughs> Surprise. That was good. Rory got a bit of a shock there, like an actual shock. Where'd you come from? It's me. <laughs> it's me. Do you want to introduce yourself to the to the viewers and the listeners? Yeah. So I'm Quiva, aka Justine in disguise. AKA the voice of the podcast version of the show of oh, the Big yeah. Review Ski. There we go. That's right, you're the person Thanks who says me. Welcome to the Big Review. Say, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Whatever You're the listening line. Listening to the Big Review. Oh you see, that's proof. A, that is some yeah, good voice. I don't I know if that's really me in real life. I feel like I'm a catfish voice. Well, it's you, <laughs> it's you doing it right now, isn't it? Yeah, You're doing it right now. It's me. Yeah. So. This is the catfish voice <laughs> yeah. right now. So, um, so <laughs> Quiva, you're obviously here because uh, Justine has become ill as a result of being on the Big Review. So yeah. apologies in advance for whenever you get struck down I'm by some terrible illness. How are you feeling at the moment? Like, okay, no tickly cough coming I'm okay, coming fully vaccinated. I think, I think <laughs> I'll be days. all right. Hydrated. Hydrated. Um, so, uh, Justine, did she pass on her question to you? Though, Please tell me you've got a big question, because this is the big question we have the, section. It's running, the image, so if you don't have one, <laughs> we're, we're left sure looking silly. Well, Justine wanted me to ask you, what is the worst movie date you've ever been on? The worst movie date. Okay. okay there's we, been a few. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. can we pause for an hour to put together a short all of list. those stories? Um, I feel like you've got lots of stories um, with this. I, I only really ready. have... I, I've, I've got a couple that are... No, I've got one that's suitable for, for Aaron, um, which is grand. So the film... <laughs> I want to hear one that isn't suitable for Aaron. That'll be the Big Review Ski. We're not on air. It's not radio. That'll be the Big Review Ski after dark. So you can tune in separate for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just in pitch black. That's all it is. We can't say anything. So my one is... Um, it's from the late 90s. 90... I think it was 99, which is, like, really late 90s. It's as late 90s as you can get. It's as you can get. And my film was... The Blair Witch Project. 
So we've got the obligatory shot of uh, her just eye. of her eye, but like just slightly cut out, like the bottom of the nose and the snot. So have yeah. you both seen the Blair Witch Project? It is uh, one of my. <laughs> Boy, have you? I can't say I have. <laughs> have it's uh, it's terrifying. It is really. Yeah. Do you like horror films? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you like films? Has anybody vetted Quaver? <laughs> no, I just like, yeah. I mean, they're good, yeah. I just haven't seen this one. You haven't, that's fair no. enough. There are a lot of films yeah. right there. Yeah. to get, yeah. out, to get through. So what happened to this one? I'm a massive uh, wuss when it comes to horror films. Okay. Yes. Um, but I do, it's that kind of sadistic thing if I do like going to see them anyway mm-hmm. and putting me through, uh, putting myself through the ringer of actually just scaring myself. But uh, I went on a date with a girl to see the Blair Witch Project and at the time uh, I was wearing a pair of glasses and what I used to do to not be scared, to pretend I was never scared in the film was I used to move my glasses down to the very end of my nose so that I would tilt my head um, the glasses would be looking at the screen, but my eyes were like looking over at things, so everything would be blurry and I couldn't see a thing that was going on. The Blurry Witch Project. The Blurry... (laughs) I need I was to wrap up. To stop talking. I was like, <laughs> no, stop. I've, I've got something to say. <laughs> uh, I can't really continue the story now because it's all downhill after that pun. I'm sorry, um, you cut around it. I think that's commitment to the cause. Isn't it? Yeah. By just commitment to kissing a girl, basically. Or just going to see a film as well. But uh, So what happened was, and I was getting away with this for ages, everything was fine and everyone was screaming. I was like, this is grand. Because like, like, everything was just blurry and slightly out of focus. And then uh, eventually... She had turned and she was like, what? why why, are your glasses like down at the end of your nose? I was like, what? She was like, your glasses, she like pushed them back up. And from that point, I was just like caught in the horror of the Blurry Witch Project. And the end, and if anyone has seen, well, Quiva, whenever you get to the end, it's particularly scary. But there are scary bits the whole way through. So I just squealed. Uh, like, you just close your terrified. eyes? Because everyone she sees when you close your eyes. Who can see? When people like turn and they're scared and they're like, why do you have your eyes closed? Why do you have a bag over your head? All of these things. So she never called me again. Fair. Because um, we didn't have mobile phones. I don't think it was to do with a... <laughs> do that think Sorry, it wasn't no. that. It might have been your stanky pits. The stanky, that might have been it. Uh, or the, uh, do you want to share my popcorn? But um, yeah, so the Blair Witch Project for me has always been a reminder of being a, a bad a bad date movie. It's, but, it's been uh, on pills since then. <laughs> it has been, yeah. I got contacts, so that helped. But now I'm now screwed. You have to watch, have to watch No avoiding. Yeah. Quiva, what did you go for? Well... <sighs> I just, traumatic experiences. Mine's more so to do with the actual date than I feel the movie. Okay. But whenever I, whenever I even hear the word blindside, I, like, I feel a little bit nauseous. Like, it just brings back really traumatic memories. Okay. So. Are you okay to talk about yeah. it now? Is that all right? Okay. Just about, I'll try not okay. breaking These are reclining. Yeah. These are kind of like therapeutic chairs. So you yeah, can I might just lie right on the floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> completely out of shot. <laughs> I swear she's here. I swear. <laughs> so. I was on this date with this guy and it was our first date. So we matched via Tinder and we were like, mm, little cinema date, you know, ease our way into it. We don't really have to talk that much. It's good. You know, it's a good opening. I like your cinema etiquette already. No talking. Yeah. No talking. There we go. Um, That's not just cinema etiquette, though. <laughs> don't talk to me. Just never dinner. talk to me. <laughs> just don't talk to me. <laughs> Please. Wish you didn't. But so we're sitting there. Movie's about to start and we're making that little like small talk. And, you know, when you match someone on Tinder, you're kind of like trying to match up connections. So it's like, oh, you know that person, you know that person. And I named a girl because we live in similar like towns near enough to each other. And I named a girl and I was like, oh, do you know her? And he was like, yeah, she's actually my second cousin. And I was like, 
no way, gas. I kind of know her, don't really. And he's like, I actually have a really funny story to tell you. And I was like, cool, what's the story? And then he was like, so. Oh, God. <laughs> he was like, this oh is God. better than the blind side. This is, like, I'm telling you right now, I couldn't think about the movie. I probably haven't seen half of it because I can't even remember. Okay. So he starts off the story. He's like, before, um, he was like, my mom's sister. And I was all going through relations. And he was like, oh I met her in Coppers. And we kissed. We were <sighs> shifting the whole night. Yikes. Yeah. Ah, and then he was like, then after the next day or a few days later, we found out we were cousins. And like he thought it was a safe space to tell me nah, that. Nah, not on the in the first, first date. date. Not ever. Ever. Like, <laughs> I was traumatised. When I say I was like, I need to leave, it was like, Mom, collect me, please. <laughs> the oh, your phone in the cinema, though. Not Sorry, good. you don't no. judge me on that. I'm so, doing so well. So they no shifted talking. each other like, and coppers. Yeah. Like, like if, if you took your phone out and I was like, what are you doing? Like, what you, you can't take your phone out. And you're like, the Dana man macked on his cousin I'd be like oh, text away it's yeah. fine it's fine Honestly, it's grand you'd it's have grand. to give me a free pass for that one because there was I needed to escape like, mm. yeah. maybe they should change the name of that film to The Blind Ride because he oh, couldn't because no. he couldn't couldn't see her he's only shifting as well no, that really makes sense no. for you because your glasses it's, only, it's just my glasses like, everything's blind related <laughs> blind related okay so you haven't seen the film since <laughs> no haven't seen it since are you still dating that guy <laughs> yeah, we're yes. married now. I'm the cousin. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's not joking. The My own brother. <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. No, I'm not still dating that guy. Oh, okay. That was the first and last date. So Can't yeah. win them all. Maybe Can't he's watching. Hello. Hey, shout An- out. Yeah. Anonymous guy. <laughs> Roy, what did you go for? You're not really going to top that, like, so. I'm, I'm super not. Like, <laughs> um, hmm. my one is, I think, from the early noughties. Uh One of the best sequels ever made. Can you guess what it is? <laughs> Right, Could you guess what it is before the image comes on screen? Uh, just one of the best sequels yeah. ever made from the early noughties to Godfather Part 2. Boom. Love it. It was Blade 2. Oh, yes. So I was very excited about seeing this movie. Uh, I was working in a cinema at the time when it came out. So uh, it's like the start of a I, I was, song. I got, uh, I got tickets to the, to the opening night. I was very excited. Um, I had made a new friend in the cinema who had recently broken up with his girlfriend Calls and I was like <laughs> turns out <laughs> he'd recently broken up with his girlfriend and we were like yay um, so we went along and the film started and five minutes into it he, he just held my hand and I didn't realise I had uh, inadvertently gone on a date oh, oh you no. didn't know you were on a date at no. the time oh, no. to see Blade 2 and for the entire thing I was just like <laughs> oh my god not moving god. not breathing <laughs> nothing just were your yeah. pants going sweaty? Yeah. Like yeah. mouse spaghetti. Yeah. Stop yeah. them. Like mouse spaghetti. <laughs> it was... I had to go see Blade 2 again afterwards because I literally was just... Blanked <laughs> the rest of the film. Did he come along the second time? No. Did you go on any more no. dates that you didn't know about? Surprise date. I mean, it's possible... Not with him, but <laughs> no. it's possible I have gone on dates. Like, is this a date? This is, this is, Maybe this is this a date is a right date. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I just... I'm hosting your date. Congratulations. I just remember... Hey. It was uh, it, like it was. It was a terrible dating experience because I didn't realize I had gone on a date until halfway through the until date. Until afterwards, or in the middle of it. Have you seen that guy again? Yeah, because I work in. I worked in that cinema. So, oh, of course. Right. Did you ever address it? Yeah, yeah, when the film was over, I was like, I thought 
<laughs> I, thought, I thought we were mates. I, I thought, thought we were just mates. Your, <laughs> your hand you know just how like. Is, your cousin? <laughs> the cinema? Your hand just slipping everywhere. Um, okay, wow. so Blade 2. I wouldn't have phrased it that no, way. It's wow. fine. So Blade 2 is fine, though, because you've seen it again and you love the film. Yeah, it's a good okay. film. Because <laughs> at least yeah, it is a good film. Yeah, and Blair Witch is a brilliant film, but Blindside, Quiva, no, not happening. The Blurry Witch Project. The Blurry Witch The Blind Ride. Right. And, and uh, Shade 2. No, you no. didn't give Shade, no. Come back to me. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll Thankfully, get there. You, we'll all be here for the whole episode to come up with uh, really good exactly. of examples. Quiva, how are you feeling now? No sickness kicking in or anything? All good? No motion sickness. I'm okay. Looking forward to I'm the rest of the great. show? Yeah. Cool. Can't happy wait. days. Fabo. Yeah. So each week in the show, we always look forward to the big trailer of the week. And for this week's big trailer, it's over to Rory Cashin. Before. <laughs> Before, Who yeah. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Brian Sheehan. Brian Sheehan, welcome to the show. So Thanks we've had a much. Brian no longer Quiva Sheen. <laughs> we've had a wee bit of a medical emergency, so the mid the, shot, <laughs> mid, mid shot, the big review ski, the curse of the big review ski has struck down numerous people. Brian, we were saying, um, Palmer, yeah, Palmer, Justine Stafford, Serena Bellissimo, Quiva Rainey, and now. Uh, it's great to have you here joining us. Soon to be Brian Sheehan. <laughs> Soon to be Brian Sheehan. Have Sheen. you had some of this water? I have. Mm-hmm. Oh, a bit dodgy, bit dodgy. Brian, can you just tell us a little bit about your, any like film pedigree? Do you like films? Have you oh, seen yeah, a film? I absolutely adore films. Yeah, I try and go to the cinema about once a week. My favourite ever movie is Braveheart. And I truly believe that if anybody disagrees with that, they are very much incorrect. There's okay. no movie that can surpass it. Goodness. Although I did not see it in the cinema. <laughs> My favourite film in the cinema ever was probably Fight Club. Okay, okay. Yeah. This is, b- by the way, listeners, this is uh, my regular mandator. This is the yes. one we've referenced before. So, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks back you went to see Green Book. That's right. I was a fan of Green Book. Rory, not so much, but the person, the mystery person that you were talking about was none other than Brian Sheehan, who has much better taste and he really enjoyed the film as well. Yeah, I pretty much don't know why we do Mendes because we disagree on almost every single movie. That's fair. Okay. But Green Book was a fantastic movie. I just walked out of that feeling good and yeah, it was a, just a great experience and Rory is completely wrong. Perfect. I like Brian already. You can stay. This Thanks. is good. You two have a lot in common. <laughs> we, actually do. we just disagree with Rory a lot. Yeah, okay, perfect. so what's our big trailer this week then? Well, the big trailer this week in the big review key is Long Shot, which is a new comedy starring Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. She plays a presidential hopeful. He is the, uh, the young boy that he she used to babysit years ago and is now a journalist and they... Uh, Bond a new friendship, but will there be love, Brian? <laughs> probably. There the trailer seems is. to indicate there probably is going to be. There but it's from the guy who uh, wrote and directed Fifty Fifty, which was incredible, and The Night Before, which I loved. A Fifty Fifty with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, because yeah. the thing that always sticks out in my head about that is whenever they do, like in a film, whenever they shave their head, like for because you you've only got one take at it, but yeah. they nailed it. Obviously, the film had an important message as well about dealing with like uh, that's one of those stuff. films that will absolutely trigger me into crying, crying oh, all yeah. the time. Okay, um, right. Let's take a little look at Long Shot. Charlotte, I would like to endorse you to be the next president of the United States. Oh my God, you've been a great secretary of state. Which state again? All of them. Secretary of State looking at us? I kind of know her. It's like kind of knowing a mermaid. Do you tell people that? She probably doesn't remember who I am. Secretary, I feel the like to speak with you. With me? 
I can't shake this feeling that we know each other. We do. We do? Picture me, I guess, maybe like 20 years younger, but like this. Florsky? Yeah! What are you doing these days? I'm a journalist. You're a great writer. But sometimes you're a little too much. I don't think I am too much. I actually think I'm the perfect right portion. It's really nice to see you again. Okay! Crack it down! I'm okay! Do boys and men just call me a cracker? What is the relationship exactly? I used to babysit for him. You babysat for him? Wow, time has not been kind. So that was, uh, that's the clip from Longshot. You can watch the whole trailer on joe.ie right now. Uh, the right, that, right now. Right this, actually. Right now. Have I, to I would wait like half an hour until this show is over. Then watch the full trailer. Okay, for gotcha. Uh, yeah, the reason I picked it is uh, threefold. One, I loved that director's work from before. Uh, two, I have once been... Uh, mistaken for Seth Rogen while on holiday what? in Mexico. You can't go on the number three. You have to stick on number two <laughs> yeah, and tell right. us the full story. Well, I was on holiday in Mexico and uh, the staff in the hotel started saying uh, to some of the customers that one of the other staff members had seen Seth Rogen in the hotel. And it was like a really nice hotel. So it wasn't beyond, uh, you know, possibility <laughs> that he was there. And then... Chinese whispers, Chinese whispers, and then eventually someone, someone was like, where's the staff member said he's seen Seth Rogen? And they pointed, and then they were pointing at me, they thought I was Seth Rogen. So what actually, what, did you get anything free out of it? No. Okay. Just a lot of weird looks. <laughs> I got a free dessert once because somebody thought I looked like a guy out of Downton Abbey. He's like, yeah, so a free I'll dessert. A free dessert, they gave me a free cake. dinner? Or? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, you the guy off Downton Abbey? And I was like, yeah. You embraced it. Uh, oh, yeah, I like 100%. That. I like Which that guy from Downton Abbey? He was in Coronation Street as well. Um, and he plays one of the butlers in Downton Abbey. And he played a guy in Coronation Street. I'm not too sure. But it worked. Free dessert, cheesecake. Can you see it? Oh, look. I know the, the listeners can't, list can't see it. But they're like glasses and a beard. <laughs> glasses and a beard. Exactly. Wait, Roy, twins. you're in that film. Um, and reason number three is because, uh, no big deal, I don't like being it up too much because ugh, it's so awkward, but Charlie Theron did call me a stud once. Did she actually? Yeah. Hey, Seth Rogen, you're a stud in a restaurant in Mexico. <laughs> is that what it was? Um, no, I, th- I think this looks good. Uh, I'm a fan of Seth Rogen. Charlie Theron doing comedy, uh, like Arrest Development and stuff. That works for me. So, mm-hmm. um, and her co-star, her female co-star there, uh, Julianne Rayfield, in uh, was in Flight of the Concords like years and years ago. She uh, she does a, a really good. She's one of the leaders of a really good podcast called The Big Review. Okay, oh, she's <laughs> on that as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Um, I you're trying to direct people to go and watch the trailer. I would say there's no need to watch the trailer. Because every single romantic comedy follows the exact same structure. Exact same. I have this argument with my girlfriend all the time, and I will try and explain. Are you still with her? Yes. (laughs) I'm arguing with her every time. Every single time. I can take this at a national level. International. International level. The Rock watches this show, so so say hello to him. He doesn't do rom-coms, so I guess you're right so far. (laughs) But it starts. Guy meets girl all the side of things. Then we actually are introduced to the guy who introduced to the girl, but key to this is we're also introduced to their wacky friends, Mm -hmm. their zany friends along the way. We don't have enough time to get to know them, so it's very quick, very quick, and it's very outlandish the way these people are. Then as it goes on, about the mid-range of the movie, we get to know the people, and it happens. Buy me score, they get together, love blossoms, everybody's happy. End of story, no. Something <gasps> happens. Right at that point, a good thing? three quarter way mark, a bad thing. <sighs> Conflict. For whatever reason. 
at this point that it breaks and it breaks down or whatever the case is. In this scenario, I'm sure it's, it seems to be Charlize Theron, outrageously attractive, Seth Rogen, sorry, Rory, <laughs> mediocre looking. <laughs> so it breaks down of our whole political campaign, it seems, from that trailer. What happens then is apologies happen. They get together at the end. The lesson is uh, love blossoms when you meet and get with sound people. <laughs> when you meet and get with sound people. And that's it. That's every single romantic comedy that has ever been made. It reminds me of my favourite romantic comedy, Braveheart. <laughs> exactly, which is also your favourite yeah, romantic comedy. Well, right? there, my, yeah. my other, There's a bit of conflict My in other favourite romantic comedy, Fight Club. Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they meet, they have a good time. There's a conflict at, towards the end. There is. Uh, and then, but then it, it all works out in the end. It's all happening. It's what because Brad, Brad Pitt, outrageously good looking. Edward Norton, looks like Edward Norton. Yeah, they have wacky friends. Meatloaf. They really do have wacky friends. It's a, it's um, a meatloaf in his breasts. So what Why are you wacky? saying, Brian? Will you will you be going to see this then are or we not? Going to this or not? I know. Are you two going on a date? Like, I will go and see this because I agree, like, Charlize Theron is a brilliant actress and I actually like Seth Rogen. And in fairness, it does seem like it could be a bit of crack. But overall, I mean, you're just... We've seen, like, the trailer is like the bones and we'll sit there and we'll, we'll get the meat added on. But I know exactly what's going to happen in this movie. I know every ounce of it, I feel. But I hope I'm wrong. I want to I wanna see Brian Sheehan, Hollywood producer. <laughs> <laughs> like, green light in films. Um, the plot point where she's his ex-babysitter, have you ever, like, bumped into your old babysitters in, like, weird scenarios? Well, my babysitter was my neighbour. Okay. So, no? No? Okay. No. Yeah. I was usually babysitter by my cousin, so again, not really. We had a bit of a cousin incident earlier on in the oh, show. Yeah, okay. uh, well, well it, things got a bit risky, but, okay. it's, <laughs> but it's fine. But nothing like that happened anyway. I wonder if Brian was the guy Quiva was talking about. Maybe not. Oh, I hope for Hopefully not. This was a family show. No, it is a family show. It's just a different... It's a really close family. Really close family. No, so long shot. When's that coming out there? It's out in Ireland on the 3rd of May so okay. not too long to wait and I think it's four or five days after Avengers Endgame so okay. it's clever it's like if you don't want to see all the people blow up all the things watch attractive people fall in love instead yeah exactly. I want to see both okay so that's uh, coming out later this year it's Longshot starring Seth Rogen aka Rory Cashin and Charlize Theron uh, Brian how are you feeling now any um, any strains or like you're you're still feeling all right medically? I feel know? very healthy. Okay, yeah. good stuff. Okay, okay to I'm hang about for the rest of the show. I'm very excited. Okay, sweet, happy days. So each week on the Bigger Lucy, we have our superstar guest, and this week it's none other than Hollywood big name Joe Cornish. <laughs> no, like Joe, if you watched Adam and Joe years ago on Channel Four, then you'd be a big fan of this guy. He also uh, co-wrote Ant Man, directed Attack the Block, which uh, so he discovered John Boyega, who's now a superstar uh, in the Star Wars films, and he's back in cinemas now with the kid who would be king. And I hope for Brian Sheehan's sake, it's not a rom com. I hope for Joe Cornish's sake it's not a wrong con because Brian Sheen will just complain about that the, <laughs> the entire time. The entire time. Is Rory, is, is this a wrong con? It's not. It's not a wrong con, oh thankfully. God. We reviewed it uh, last week. Yes. Uh, so if you want to go back, watch that, and then come back to this one. That's handy. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice, natural way <laughs> yeah. of doing it. <laughs> Open another tab. Open the tab. <laughs> Open another Find file. the time code. And yeah. Got it? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I had an unprecedented amount of time with Joe Garnish. It was... Uh, Four days with it Joe was, We lived together for a while, just, <laughs> just for this interview. I went full Johnny Depp in that interview where the guy moved into his house. 
Roy Cash. For this. Yeah. Uh, no, he's a lovely guy. He, um, <clears throat> he also co-wrote uh, The Adventures of Tintin. Oh, cool. A few years back. And he, he uh, yeah, he, he, was, he was one of the star troopers, stormtroopers on uh, The Last Jedi. Because he's he? good mates with uh, Boyega. Oh, uh, that's very cool. So we covered a lot in this interview. The very first thing, and the most important thing, was what was his opinion of Showgirls? Well, I think, like everybody else, I find Showgirls provocative. Sure. Arousing. Sure. Shocking. Yeah. Exciting. Ludicrous. I'm a big Verhoeven fan. Massive Verhoeven fan. And I think everything he does is kind of has a streak of satire in it, be it uh, Robocop or Starship Troopers in particular. You know, he's a clever guy. You watch his original movies, uh, Spessers, Soldier of Orange. He's a smart dude. Very smart man. And he made some amazing blockbusters, you know, in, in, in Hollywood in the 80s and 90s. Showgirls, he's pushing the envelope of ridiculousness. <laughs> and it'd be interesting, I haven't watched it for years. I don't know how it stands up in the current climate. It's probably pretty awful. So, we got to talk to uh, him about one, one of my favourite movie of all time. I don't know. Have you ever seen Showgirls? Oh, I've, I have seen that. The right. I'm just conscious the, of... The, the non-rom-com Showgirls? Not, yes, really, not really a rom-com. Yeah. Uh, Jessica from Save by the Bell, she was in this. Yes. Yeah. So Elizabeth like, Berkeley. Yes. That's the one. Big fan? Yeah, because in Save the Bell, she was like all about feminism and AC Slater was a chauvinistic pig and then it comes to this movie and she's not so much that girl anymore. Playing a role, acting, acting. Acting, acting, acting all the way through. Very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> so he had some uh, fun things to say about Showgirls, but he also, see, uh, Attack the Block was 2011-ish. Let's go with that. Um, and it's now 2019. It is, I Thank can verify. You. Thank you very yeah. much. So eight years is a long time for someone of Joe Cornish's calibre not to be directing anything. Um, and we talked about some of the huge high-profile movies that he was uh, approached about and that he just didn't do and why he decided not to do them, but he might be more comfortable about doing something like that now. When it, when it comes to the blockbuster stuff, because you mentioned you had been kind of uh, offered some some big ones. Like, I have mm. written here, you're offered... You may or may not have been offered. You can just say they, mm. you were want. Uh, the Hunger Games 2, mm. uh, Skull Island, Star Trek mm. 3, Die Hard mm. 5... Mm. Gambit and uh, like they are all huge and whenever um, a big blockbuster like this comes up your name gets thrown into the ring maybe it's just people who want you to direct it and kind of are wish fulfilling hopefully you'll be the guy to direct it from your aspect are you, are, do, do you kind of find it difficult to separate from, from that where, where it's like guys I'm, I'm actually not involved in this because then that might actually take your name out of the hat well, I, the first thing to say is I was approached about those movies. Whether I would have actually got them, sure. I don't know. But it's always very flattering to be asked to, to meet about them. Uh, and it's difficult not to, because it's such a sort of flattering and tantalising prospect. And then often you just take the first meeting and then suddenly Variety will publish that you're up for it. And then most of the time I decided I wasn't ready to do it, because I'd only made one movie, mm. quite a low-budget movie, and taking <coughs> on a blockbuster like that is a big thing. It's a big yeah. machine. And in most of those cases, either I felt I, I wasn't the guy f to do it in terms of my passion for the brand, or I felt that I wasn't experienced enough and that I might get kind of... Um, I might be out of my depth, you know. Uh, 
But one of the nice things about The Kid Who Would Be King is it's a bigger scale movie, it's a bigger effects movie, it's got big action sequences. So I feel maybe a little more secure now, maybe... Um, you know, to think a bit, to think a bit harder about doing something like that. That's an amazing list of films that he's been offered and said no to. What, like, what happens each time one of those goes massive and he's like, ah, sitting at home on the sofa, like, I should have, should have done, should have done the Hunger Games one. Ah, oh, damn it! That went quite well, didn't it? Uh, it's not so much that he said no; it was more like he was in conversation about them, um, and maybe in some cases he was better off not doing them because. Like, I really like Hunger Games 2. I think that was the best one. It's excellent. Uh, and Gambit hasn't come out yet. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a few others in there that, like, worked out really well and some that didn't. But, like, if he's saying now he's feeling more comfortable about doing one like that, that's good because I did ask him what was, out of all the franchises and all, in all, all the, the movie universes, which one would he like to do? And he answered it in a very kind of coy way he was like oh. well if I say this then your interview is going to say Joe Cornish wants to do this Yeah. so instead he said out of all the movies this is the one that he thinks still has a lot more story left to tell <gasps> oh my god he's definitely directing Showgirls 2 Showgirls 2 no it's not Showgirls 2 <laughs> well the thing is if I say that in your interview then I'll never hear the end of it um, I, there, there is stuff I'd like to do I tell you what interests me quite a bit is Superman Oh yeah, because I think I think Henry Cavill is amazing, but, but he's so but underrated. He's so good in Fallout as well, but I feel they haven't cracked it, and yeah. I think it was too dark, and I think there's still room for that. I don't know whether I'm the guy to do it, but as a movie goer, I feel I st- there's a Superman movie that I still haven't seen. I was not expecting him to say Superman. No. It's not like being done, done to death like over and over again. I think like he had some very nice things to say about uh, Henry Cavill. He said he, is, he was a great Superman but wasn't in a mm, great Superman film. Which okay. I think it's kind of fair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he, 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 he feels that there's still a lot, there's a better way to tell that story that hasn't been done maybe since uh, Superman 2 which is a while ago now, because we had Superman Returns. Yeah, where did We had that Man go? of Steel. Yeah. We had BVS, yeah. Justice League. Mm-hmm. So there has been a few of them, but it just haven't been very good in yeah, a while. there's been a lot of Spider-Mans, and there has been some decent Spider-Mans within there, but there's been a lot of Supermans without there being yeah. a proper decent Superman, so it yeah. can be told. It can be done well, surely. I, tr- I trust he could do it. Yeah, no, he'd be excellent. And I feel sorry for Henry Cavill because I still remember the trailer, we've talked about this before, uh, for Man of Steel, which is just a phenomenally good trailer. And if you watch that that trailer now from years ago, you're like, when is that film coming out? (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) That looks classic. It does exactly the thing a trailer's supposed to do. And then you watch the film and you're like, ah. The first half of the trailer does look like a commercial for jeans. Yes, and well, only then James. Then it becomes <laughs> yeah. a Superman trailer. Yeah, um, but no, I, I remember loving that. And yeah, Henry Cavill does make, uh, well, I think, yeah, no, big fan of his, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Joe Cornish seems like a lovely guy, uh, but it was, like, it's a, as you said, it's a long interview. Yeah, like, we covered everything. I think every topic on Earth was covered. Everything. Like, everything <laughs> in there, including uh, Brexit. Okay. Uh, what's going on with Tintin 2. Um, his new film, obviously, uh, just just everything he's doing with Edgar Wright. Like, there's there's a lot. 
we talk about it a lot. Like, by the end, I'm, I'm just like, I've no, like, my voice is gone and I just have nothing left to say. <laughs> but you know, you can't talk for longer than eight minutes at a time. <laughs> like, in any, in any one go. Uh, so, uh, what we should do then is a bonus feature. Brian, you can do a as well if you want. Okay. Go Bonus feature. Oh, well, oh, that was good. Yeah, I like that. We might that. need to get him to do a quiver for the. <laughs> yeah, for the bonus. exactly. If you survive the show. Oh yeah. If you survive the show. I'm drinking a lot of water, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember that. if that's a good or a bad I thing. I cannot remember. Um, so yeah, do keep an eye out for that. But bonus feature or an ear as well. Uh, <laughs> with Joe Cornish, his brand new film, The Kid Who Would Be King, is in cinemas right now. So go and check it out. And as Rory said, they reviewed it. Is on last week's show. So go and check that out as well. Either or. You'll have um, to do. Yeah, now it's time for this week's big reviews. And up first, we have Liam Neeson's brand new film. And of course, he has been in the news um, for a variety of reasons. He was on the press tour for Cold Pursuit, uh, which is a remake of a Scandinavian film from a, a few years back. And uh, as part of because the, the theme of the film, uh, there's revenge in it. And obviously, Liam Neeson came out with a, a number of comments. Uh, did so, he? yeah, he, he certainly did. No, you, you missed that. That, that. that passed everybody by. Mm. Um, so yes, his brand new film, Cold Pursuit, has been released now, so it'll be interesting to see whether people do venture along to it, mm. or if there's going to be any kind of uh, effect or backlash from Liam Neeson's recent comments. But uh, before we hear Rory's review of the film, oh, and actually, because Brian, you went to see it as well, did. didn't you? I actually went to see one it One of our infamous mandates. One of the infamous... <laughs> infamous? Right? I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's take a look at the film while I practice the word infamous. I'm no speech giver. I'm just a regular guy who keeps a stretch of civilization open. But I really am honored to be named Citizen of the Year. Mr. Coxman? Yeah. It's about your son. He's dead. Tell me what happened. He got mixed up with some drug dealer by the name of Viking. Who's Viking? Viking's a whole different breed. Do you know what a bully is? I gave you Lord of the Flies. All the answers are in that book. I'm gonna kill these guys. Really? What makes you think you can kill a man? I read it. Crime novel. of Vikings dealers have disappeared. Speedo, Limbo, Sam, Deb. What is it with all these nicknames? Speedo, Viking, it's a gangster thing. Did you have a nickname? Wingman. Wingman? Yeah, from Top Gun, as in you can be my wingman. Week after week, there's always a Top Gun reference on the show. So that lad's nickname is Wingman. Yeah. And Rory and Justine revealed, uh, Brian, over the last couple of weeks that they've never seen Top Gun. Oh, my God. Have you seen it since? Since, la- since, since last, last week? week? No. Since last week. The no, week before. No, watching these films. <laughs> I'm busy watching new films. I understand yeah. it's a rom-com, though. It's about Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. There's a wee there bit is. of Rami in it. There's a wee bit of Kami there as well. Is, there's not yeah. enough comedy to even throw it in there. No, it's all about <laughs> action. And it is amazing. It's an absolutely amazing movie. Okay. It's so quotable. And no, I'm shocked. Are you a fan of volleyball? Am I a fan of volleyball? Yeah. No. <laughs> Such a random question. <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards. Um, so, Cold Pursuit is a brand new film starring Liam Neeson. Uh, so, what's it all about, Rory? Uh, Liam Neeson is a run of the mill fantastic dude living in a kind of isolated town in Northern America. 
Um, he finds out that his son has been killed from a drug overdose by a local gang of drug dealers, and he takes it upon himself to exact revenge on anyone who had any hand whatsoever in his son dying. Right, okay. So... Re- revenge, revenge movie. Liam needs to get revenge the movie. Yeah. Yet another. I don't know if you've seen any of them. <laughs> if you think rom-coms had a similar structure, <laughs> where do you see this? Um, so another Jerry Actioner for The Big Beast from Ballymena. Um, now, Brian, you had a chance to see it as well with Rory. Yes, I'm. I'm waiting because we had many an argument since this movie, and okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm a brokers. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I've, but I've no. no idea what way this is going to go. I don't okay. know who likes it and who doesn't like it. Rory enjoyed it. Okay. I I thought it was good. And there are definitely good aspects to it. It's funny. It has Liam Neeson like, doing what he does best, going around and pretty much killing, beating everyone. But it was just none of the characters were developed. It was trying to be a really clever movie that all the characters come together, like something in the same vein of uh, Guy Ritchie or, or uh, Martin McDonough, that type of uh, a feel. But for me, it was just... It was, it, it was very silly in parts. Um, and overall, yeah, I wasn't overly enamoured by the whole thing. OK. Right. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. It's, it's a very dark comedy rather than a typical... Liam Neeson revenge thriller. Yeah, um, he is right. Like some of the supporting characters are just quirky, just for the sake of having something to do. Like it's with those nicknames. Like Spade yeah, or like whatever. even yeah. the ones that yeah. don't have nicknames. I felt like every single supporting character just had something weird about them, and I was like, oh, right, I get it. Like a tick or a quirk or something. Yeah, okay. just something, anything for like no reason whatsoever. Um, and there was other stuff around, like Laura Dern is an amazing actress and yeah. she's in it for about 45 seconds. Yeah. And then she's just gone. What? Because that's pretty much most of the trailer then. Yeah. yeah. Emmy Rossum, she's a really good actress, barely barely in it. Uh, yeah. Like Liam could kind of do this kind of role in his sleep. My biggest problem was, I've seen the original one. Uh, it was called In Order of Disappearance and the lead actor was Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, right. Okay. And the, it feels like there's more of a swing for Stellan to go from a nice-natured man to this uh, killing machine because he, does, he doesn't he does have Liam Neeson's reputation for just being able to kill everyone in the room because Liam has been killing people in the room since Taken, which is over a decade now. So if they'd gotten someone like Paul Rudd or, you know, someone yeah. who, when they go from, oh, he's a really nice guy, to it being this action thriller, like, it really would have nailed the dark comedy bit, more. Uh, that being said, it's still fun. Liam is as decent as ever, uh, and it is, in parts, very, very funny. So, Okay, sweet, happy days. It's not up, but it's like there. Uh, no, that sounded, that sounded like it was up to me, and then you still said it was, it was good. I feel like Brian he was a bit like... more up, and I probably brought him down a little bit. Brought it down a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I was justified in doing that. Okay. <laughs> I'm worried about the future of the two of you going on mandates. Because, like, look, we, we did say, I don't know if you've noticed this, Brian, but the arms of these red chairs actually do lift up. Do so you can turn that into, uh, as Rory likes to call it, a, a romance, oh, it does. A romance sofa. <laughs> Look at those uh, muscles. These Ro- chairs are incredibly comfortable. Aren't they? And I'm not just saying that in the hope that like, Omniplex send me one of these. <laughs> yeah, that's but not the way it works. <laughs> if I had one of these at home, I I'd would like not leave. I'd like to send leave. you just the one, so then your girlfriend has to sit on a oh, different chair and you're like, well... 
This yeah, is my chair. Yeah, this is you would only... never be allowed to sit on it. <laughs> only you argue about rom-coms from your red throne. <laughs> no, no, that would be the second rule. You can't sit in this chair, and we are not allowed to watch rom-coms. We'll, we'll, we'll see. You must be a joy to live with. <laughs> uh, we'll see if uh, <laughs> we'll see if there's any spare chairs lying around here. Yeah, see much. what we can do. So, Cool Pursuit is in cinemas now. Liam Neeson's you one. I still I'm intrigued, especially because, as you said, um, it has a really kind of dark comic element to it as well. Because there's a line in the trailer there when he's talking about everything he knows about uh, like killing these gangsters comes from a crime novel and I was like I got a good chuckle out of that anyway so um, no, no, looking forward to that our other big release this week is On the Basis of Sex um, and Tales of True Life I always I always get her na- name wrong Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah RBG, yeah. RBG. RBG, yeah, exactly. Um, and this film stars Felicity Jones and Army Hammer. Felicity Jones plays um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who kind of just changed the way laws were made and the way, uh, well, kind of just kind of broke the way forward for female lawyers, especially because she just went against the grain of like all male classes and just this like exclusion of females. Uh, it's thanks I to think. her we have Ali McBeal. Is this true? No. Oh. <laughs> She's just a f- I thought that was a true statement. Nope. Oh, and I was going to ask, like, is that part of the plot? <laughs> Let's take a look. Keep an eye out for Ali McBeal. I want to be a lawyer. I want to represent clients in pursuit of justice. So they're going to give you a corner office? I wasn't what they were looking for. One said women are too emotional to be lawyers. Another told me a woman graduating top of her class must be a real ball buster. I worked hard, I did everything I was supposed to, and I excelled. Martin Ginsburg will be signing all of our checks someday. <laughs> You're a smart girl, Ruthie. You married a star. If the law differentiates on the basis of sex, then how will women and men ever become equals? I don't read tax court cases. Read this one. The law assumes a caregiver has to be a woman. This is sex-based discrimination against a man. Poor guy. We need to take this case. This is not a case. This is a declaration of war. They could topple the whole damn system of discrimination. Right, so that's the clip from On the Basis of Sex, which has a much more interesting title than than the movie would lead you to believe. Like, obviously, RBG, very interesting lady, very interesting life, landmark lady, did so much good for her gender and for all of America and for all of the world. She's an incredible woman, but this film is the most... Wikipedia bullet point biography like it's oof it's real here are the facts here they are in order of when they happened and it's just this small bit of her life as well I feel she had a much more interesting life later like this is her first big case where she argues that uh, women and men should be uh, given kind of the same legal standing uh, seen equally in the eyes of of the law which is obviously a very very important thing but does that have to be that boring? They make it quite boring, okay. So what about, because um, Felicity Jones is an excellent actor as well. She can be. She can be. Chalet Girl, amazing film <laughs> from years ago. It was one of her first ones. All right. Uh, <laughs> go and check it out. Chalet Girl. It was one about all these posh English people going to like a chalet and had like apres ski stuff. It was, it was good crack. Um, but she was the standout star of it. And then off the back of that, she went into much bigger films like The Theory of Everything, and Rogue One as well, yeah. of course. So she's got that action heroine kind of role as well. This one kind of feels like just because of the time of year and the type of story, it was like, 
we're up for the Oscars, everybody. Here come the Oscars. And then it was like, no, nothing, no, nothing for you. Which is it's coming out here in February and not October or <laughs> yeah. November. Yeah, uh, yeah Army Hammer's in it as well. He's, he's great. Like He's fine. Like, Evan's fine. Like, it's just a very... Safe? Form. Very safe, very run-of-the-mill biopic. And, like... Remember, oh, sorry. Remember a few weeks ago, I was like, the the lesson we learned from Green Book is that <laughs> racism is bad. I was like, yep, yep, I got it, got it from the last few decades on that yeah. one. Like the lesson here is, men and women should be treated equally. Did you know that? I was like, yep. yeah, I super did know that. Like it's. Yeah. So do you think she, RBG, <laughs> deserves like a better story, basically? There's a better story to be told? Yeah, I, I understand there is a, uh, there's a documentary that came out. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, 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 because it's, it's coincidental, like the timing of RBG as well, because that is the name of the documentary, I think. Um, right. Yeah, so... Um, I thought it was about the colour scheme. The colour scheme. Or GB. Is that a, oh, is that like red, green, blue? Okay, I get it. Can we cut that out? No, we can't, no, Brian. I'm so sorry. No, How are you feeling now, Brian? <laughs> Brian's just deteriorated. I feel like I'm going to be replacing Roy next week after that joke. To be I honest. think so. Sorry. I think so. Um, sorry. So not overly fussed <laughs> anyway. What about because uh, as we can see from the trailer there, Kathy Bates is in there. Justin Throw, so it is a good solid cast. Yeah, as well. yeah. Like everyone is, everyone's good. It's directed well. Mimi, Mimi Leader, is her name? She did Chocolat. Okay. And she did Deep Impact. So. Varied. That's a varied CV, all right. <laughs> and the Peacemaker. Do you remember that one with George <gasps> Clooney and Nicole Kidman? Um, I love that film. Yeah. So very, very random, eclectic CV. I could see why she would have been, uh, why everyone was attracted to it because people still to this day love uh, RPG. She is a legend, and uh, the, the, uh, yeah, like it makes sense. It's just a bit. As you said, safe. You weren't overly fussed. Okay. Well, on the basis of sex and Cool Pursuit are two of the big releases that are out in cinemas this week. So you can go and check them out at your local Omniplex. Well, now it's time for... I know what it's time for. It's time for a competition. Oh, what's it time for? A giveaway. It's time for a competition. Oh, I just remembered. (laughs) So as I said at the start of the show, we have some marvellous tickets to give away. Still not sure what that is in reference to. It's fine. Um, I'm about to reveal everything because, of course, Captain Marvel <gasps> is coming out very, very soon. And now it's time for our competition element, which is our little high clue. So let's take a look at last week's one, first of all. Little high clue? They're, they're all the same size. So last week's high clue is High School Gwen's Big Bash, BFFs are DTF, Fake Friend Has Bottle. So High School Gwen's Big Bash, BFFs are DTF, Fake Friend has bottled. Now, we know that, Rory, you're a pro at the high clues. Mm. Brian, how are you? Brian, Brian, oh, okay, yeah. so Brian has now left us. And who have we got? What's your name? Uh, I'm Ian. I was literally just passing to get coffee. Passing, okay, yeah. perfect. Did you see Brian on the way out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was been taken out in a hearse. <laughs> He's like, yeah, unfortunately, I don't Candy know if... Only. Yeah, if, if anyone's... <laughs> if anyone's uh, <laughs> mentioned to you that uh, we are cursed here and unfortunately we're just kind of cycling our way through contributors you until... from The Grudge? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I haven't. Um, no, it's probably for the best. Don't yeah, worry about it's it. It's no so Ian, uh, are you a fan of films? Do you like films? I am. I like films. I like moving pictures. Yep. So you're all sorts and kinds. tropes. <laughs> yeah. So you're qualified to be here. That's it. Automatic. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah. Um, like how are you movies. with the high clues then? I'm horrific at high clues. Horrific. 
I've never got one right. Well, this could be the moment. This could be the first time. No, it's not. All right, it's not okay. Okay, so so last week's one. Um, did you have any thoughts, Rory? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you have a th- was one of those thoughts about maybe what the right answer was? Oh, one of them was, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, sweet, happy days, happy yeah. days. I, I think I know what it was. So numerous people got this uh, correct on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Uh, we'll be putting this week's one up there as well. But oh, first of I all... I want to see if, Ian, if but Ian, not, any, not Brian any, got it. Any thoughts? So high school... <laughs> Ian slash Brian slash Quiva. Thanks to everybody who joined us today. Mm. High school Gwen's big bash, BFS or DTF, fake friend has bottle. Is there anything, anything jumping out? Well, I originally thought the Gwen... I thought of Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. But then she wasn't in... Rami and Michelle's high school. She wasn't. She wasn't. No. So then I thought the only other Gwen that I could think of in my head was Gwen Stacy. But that's correct. It is a reference to Gwen Stacy. Okay. So then, oh, it's not. It's not Gwen Stacy from Andrew Garfield. It is. It, it, oh, is. is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah it's no. from <laughs> homecoming. Um, BFF, BFFs are DTF. This is a family show, so I'm not sure I can. <laughs> I can answer. Uh, and then I got lost at that. That fake friend has a bottle really wrecks my head. I couldn't think okay. of anything. Okay. But you're on the right track with the first line. And if you get that, that hook in there. So Gwen is relation to uh, Gwen Stacy. High school Gwen's big buy. So we're thinking who plays Gwen Stacy in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies? So it was Emma. Yeah. Which Emma though? Emma Stone. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah. so the first line's a reference to Emma Stone in mm-hmm. high school. And she has a big bash that occurs in the film. A party. A party. She has a big party. High school Stone. musical. <laughs> not a high school music. I feel like getting away from it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> we'll do. Drum roll. Rory, the answer is... I, I'm pretty certain it's super bad. It is super bad. Right. Ian's confused. High school. Gwen's Big Bash is Emma Stone in high school having a big party. BFF said DTF. Which is, is the plot of Superman. Yeah. And then fake friend has bottle would be McLovin has a fake license. Yeah. And she oh, he he has to get the okay. bottles of alcohol. Right. Now that it's been explained to me in person <laughs> on the show, I should get the rest <laughs> of them definitely. from that one. Well, lucky for you. There's a couple of wee extra bits and pieces in there as well. High school Gwen's big bash. As you said, it's a big party. She also gets a big bash in the face when her and Jonah Hill clash into each other. other. Yes. Exactly. So it's a reference to that. BFFs are DTF. We'll, we'll stick in a bleep, maybe. But DTF is uh, obviously Down best friends friend. forever. Down to friend. Yeah. <laughs> Intimately. <laughs> um, but uh, that's where DTF came from. Was super bad. That was when really? it was first in kind of popular I kind of usage. Uh, if you check Urban Dictionary, the first usage... Urban Dictionary. Yeah. I can add a definition to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I know you can, but this this one was added after Superbad. When did Superbad come out? Uh, six? I think it is Jersey over 10 Shore years ago anyway. Oh, 2009. Yeah, no, Jersey Shore took it from Superbad. Fact. And then the final line, fake friend has bottle. You're right, the fake friend has his fake ID, McLovin. But they're also kind of, they're not really his best friend because they keep kind of not wanting to be friends mm-hmm. with him. And then he has bottle because he buys the booze. And he's got courage because he goes into the um, into the off license to get the get the booze as well. So that was uh, last week's high clue. Super bad was the answer. Congratulations to everybody who got the correct answer. But the two winners uh, of our free movie tickets are Shane Clerken and Jenny Bergen. And Jenny Bergen bonus points because you said winning would be super good, which is 
the opposite oh. of super bad. So we like that. Thanks for making the extra bit of effort. You still just win the one prize. You don't get extra though. So but she did go. get picked, so. She did get picked, so there you go. Now, this week's high clue. You excited, Ian? So excited. I'm starting to feel like coming down with something. Like, why didn't like you everyone go else. So here we go. It's Believe It or Not. Oh. Believe It or Not. Tom makes a dick of himself. Oh. Dick with a, with a capital D there. And then the final line, patient director. So believe it or not, Tom makes a dick of himself, patient director. So we do a quick syllable count. Believe it or not, this it's five. <laughs> Just numbers. <laughs> you you do the count. How do you get beyond this? Tom makes a dick of himself, seven, and patient director, five, sorted. So five, seven, five, so it qualifies. Rory, you think, you think you've got it? Yeah. Okay. I actually think I, think I have this one. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Do, you want to, do you want to jot right, it down? Write it down here. Just in yeah. case. Okay. Or on your Frantic pairs. scribbling, but don't 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 read it out because no. Oh, <laughs> oh no! And I'll tell what did you, you write? It's because that's not the name of a film. Oh, <laughs> so true. <laughs> Can I see what you wrote? Yeah. No. <laughs> is he still alive? He is. <laughs> I haven't seen him yeah, yeah, in a while. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott is what Ian went for, but it's 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 not Ridley Scott. He's got nothing to do with this film. Roy's going for. And Rory has gone for the correct answer. Yet again, just a reminder, you don't... I should go I'm for the gonna, correct I'm answer. Don't, don't look. We can, you've got the week to work it out. As we said, we've got those tickets for the Captain Marvel premiere to give away. Is which that the prize? That is the prize. It's That's a, a good-ass prize. <laughs> he's going he's to keep trying. He's like, show what me that answer. this pen? It's my diamond it's, pen. It's an awful pen, isn't it? We've no budget for anything else in the show. So I've always <laughs> wondered what this was, like reflecting off the light in the show. I'm like, what is yeah, that? It's, it's Rory's diamond pen. Yeah. So it is. Can we add um, out my squint, by the way? No. Yeah, my glasses. No. no. Um, so, yes, uh, this that's is all going out live. this week's high clue. So, uh, we'll stick it up on Instagram, we'll stick it up on Twitter. Uh, it'll be up on Joe as well. So, if you get in touch, we'll be giving away extra tickets uh, to see Captain Marvel, the latest film in the Marvel Still Cinematic Universe. Prize. That's a great It's prize. a brilliant prize, isn't it? Good for. Us, I guess. Us, yeah. Because <laughs> it will be released in Omniplex uh, Cinemas um, in the next couple of weeks, but this will be your chance to see it before everybody else. Um, so I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been on the show today. Rory Cashin, ever present. Myself, Still here. Owen, how are you doing? Ian, Survivors. You, you made it to the Save end. Save the best to last. It is like apocalyptic. Um, a big thank you to Quiva, who was here earlier. Brian as well. And all our previous guests, Serena, Justine. <laughs> And Paul. It's like an in memoriam section. Now. I know, actually. <laughs> like, them up on the screen, oh, all the pictures in black and white. Black now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, flutter away. Everybody behind the scenes as well. Fiona, Shane, Ian, you just go out just bodies everywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> they haven't made it. Oh I know God. they have. They'll be back next week, and so will we, hopefully. And what have we got next week? Oh, coming up on the show next week, yes. Brand new Irish horror film, uh, which Roy says is absolutely terrifying. I'll take your word for it. I can't do my glasses thing anymore. No. Nope. Um, the Hole Poppy in the Ground. <laughs> the Hole in the Ground is coming out. Starring Shauna Kerslake, Kerslacky. It's definitely one of them. One of those two. And uh, director Lee Cronin. They'll both be on the show um, talking about how amazing their film is, basically. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. And we will see you next week on The Big Review Ski. Ian, have you enjoyed your time here? It's been great. It's been fantastic. Will yeah. I be back next week? <laughs> Who knows? We'll find <laughs> out. Oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> see ya. I don't know who's going to Bye. <laughs> You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas.